Hello, beautiful best friends, and welcome back to Rent Free with Mackenzie Davis. I am going to address the elephant in the room very quickly. If I sound nasally, it is because I still have COVID and I am on my last day of quarantine. I very shockingly tested positive on Wednesday. I literally thought I had spring allergies because I do every single year and I was expecting my COVID test to be negative, but it turned positive really, really quickly. So, I've just been hanging out, doing homework. I had a paper that was due this week, so it was kind of like nice to be able to just relax and do that. I've been playing Plants vs. Zombies. If you guys know that game, oh my gosh, I used to be obsessed when I was a kid, and I found it again over quarantine. Me and my boyfriend were together because he also had COVID, and um, we basically played the entire game. Like, I think I have only a few levels left at this point. But that's besides the point. Um, Apologies if my voice is annoying to listen to right now because I have been trying to make TikToks and every time I listen to them back, I'm like, ew, like you are sounding so sick. Also, funny story. So like I said, I thought that these were spring allergies like and my boyfriend thought he was sick last weekend. And I was like, no, you're not sick. You just have allergies. You've never had allergies before, but you're having them now. And that's what they feel like. Because I was actually having allergies at this point. He's like, I don't really think it's allergies. Like, I just feel like I have a cold, like whatever. And we were dog sitting. Our best friend was in Barcelona. And so we were staying at his house, dog sitting and cat sitting for him. And then on Wednesday morning, I woke up and I was like, oh, wait, I feel like shit. Like, I kind of felt like I had a fever and, like, things just were not allergy-like. And I was like, did my allergies get that bad? I don't remember them being like this last year. And I went to therapy. And then when I left therapy, I was like, no, I have a fever right now. I had, like, full body aches, you know. And I was like, shit. So I went home, took my temperature, I had a fever. And then that's when I tested positive for COVID. And I was like, oh, my God, this is not what I need right now. And hence... The last week. Another crazy thing that happened actually the day before, <laughs> the day before I tested positive for COVID, I I hit a hundred thousand followers. You guys, this is like so beyond crazy to me. Like it doesn't register, you know? It's not one of those things that like clicks in your brain, at least for like a while. Like I have moments where I'll be like, oh my gosh, wait, like I have 100,000 followers. That's kind of crazy. And for me, it's most of the time when I'm looking at other people on TikTok. So like if there's people that I followed for a while and I click on their account and I see that they either have the same amount of followers or less, I'm like, oh wait, I know how I look at you and you have this amount of followers, but like I have that amount of followers. And that's when I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like crazier than I thought. And I think I said this last week, but like, it's obviously a number, like it doesn't necessarily matter, but it is a big deal to me. And I appreciate every single one of you. For me, it's like a big statement because I've been able to grow this community for the last two years and I didn't have an overnight success or an overnight following. I think that because I've grown over two years, I really know you guys and you guys know me, and there's a lot more connectivity than if I had randomly just blown up over one night. So it feels big to me. It feels like a big deal. 
and I'm still kind of grasping that whole idea. Now, that being said, to celebrate, I'm doing a giveaway over on my Instagram account. I've tried posting TikToks about it, but TikTok loves to like put the nicks on anything that's talking about a giveaway or a link to Instagram or like anything like that. So I'm going to talk about it here too in hopes that more of you guys see it. I think about like 45 people have already entered, which is great. Um, The CE shop decided to work with me on this and I'm super happy about that. I love them to death. You guys know, like I took my real estate class with them and so I recommend them to everybody. They're online and self-paced and we're giving away one premiere package, which is like their biggest package. It includes everything, including your first um, continuing education requirements, which is also expensive. So I think it's like a $700 value, something like that. And I'm really excited about that. And then we're also giving away a value package, which is everything besides the continuing education. And I think that's like a $400 or $500 value. And then the third prize I'm giving away is a Cosini leather pad folio. It's the same exact one that I use and I love it. It has a notebook in it and a folder and a calculator and you can bring it with you to showings or closings or inspections or whatever you have to do. It keeps me really organized and I like it a lot so I figured that would be something I could give away especially because I know some of the people that follow me are already realtors. They don't want a CE shop gift card. Yeah so that's open until next Thursday which I'm gonna close it at midnight so like basically Friday it's closing but Thursday night. And then I will pick the winner some point after that, probably on Friday. I'm using a random generator, so please don't message me asking me to pick you because I'm not picking people based off of any reasoning. It's going to be completely random, and I'm doing that because of the fact that people do DM me these things. And just so you know, like there's a lot of you guys out there that have similar situations, and I wish I could give you all free packages, but I can't. And... So it doesn't help me when you message me and tell me about how you can't pay your bills and things like that. Like, I understand, like, and that sucks, and I'm sorry, but I also can't just, like, pick you because I want to. That would be really unfair to everybody else. And there's a lot of people that are struggling silently, too, that don't message me and tell me. So, like, you know, I mean, and that's fine. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm therapist role. I can step into that and, like, talk to you about the problems you have going on and try to help, but... I can't like financially support everyone. So, you know, just take that with a grain of salt, okay? Make sure you enter that giveaway if you're interested. It's on my Instagram, Mackenzie Davis underscore realtor. It's linked in my bio on basically everything. So hopefully you can find it. So the content of today's episode. I got this idea from one of you guys. You DM'd me on Instagram and asked me this question. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have any videos on this. But you just gave me my idea for my podcast episode. So thank you to you. You know who you are. But you asked me about confidence and how to have it, basically. And if there's any way around feeling like a sheepish new realtor who doesn't know anything. And I just loved that you messaged me that because it's such a common feeling. Like, I can't even begin to explain to you how many people feel this way because I think it's almost everyone unless you come into this business with experience or knowledge that the rest of us don't have. I mean, for me, like, 
I started as a 19-year-old. I was out just like fresh out of my freshman year of college as a psychology major, never taken a business class, never taken a real estate class. I literally thought that real estate had to do with flipping houses. Like I didn't know even really what I was getting myself into. And I'm glad that it is what it is. But when I started, like I took my test and I was licensed and I'm like, cool, now what? Like now what do I do? And that's so common. And I know that for a fact. I've talked to a lot of realtors about it and it's just a similar feeling because the truth is like the class teaches you all of this law and all of this jargon and all of these things. And then being a realtor is nothing like that. I mean, you need to know what you're learning in the class, but I feel like probably like 5% of what I learned in the class is actually relevant to the day-to-day experience, but it doesn't teach you how to do showings or how to write an offer or what paperwork you need or how to pick a brokerage, like none of those things. And that's kind of why I do what I do. I mean, my TikTok, my YouTube, my this podcast, like everything I talk about is geared towards helping you guys do X, Y, and Z after licensure because it's not clear and it feels really helpless. The next thing I'll say about that is confidence is obviously really low in these points. You know, you don't know what you're doing. You feel stupid. At least I did. And you don't know where to start and you don't have experience, but you want people to trust you. It's like this concoction of all these feelings and the consensus is that you just don't have confidence in these times. And so my advice to everyone is always fake it till you make it. I mean, you really like have to like there's no way to make it in this business if you're going to be like. I know nothing. I am so helpless. Oh my gosh, what do I do? Like, no one is going to want to work with you. And it's really not hard to figure it out as you go. So, as long as you're doing your diligence, you're learning, and you're making sure you have training and reliable mentors and things like that, then you're fine and you need to display yourself like that. But again, that's so much easier said than done. And it's like, what do you do to even fake it till you make it? Like, how do I pretend like I'm confident when I'm not? And that's kind of like what I'm going to be telling you guys more about. So the number one piece that I felt like I had to tackle was the age thing. I mean, being 19, I was like, I look 19. My only saving grace is that I'm 5'11". So I was like, all right, maybe people will think I'm older because I'm a literal giant. But other than that, like my face doesn't look that old and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do about that. I somehow got lucky in that my big summer, my first summer in real estate before I had any sales was during COVID. So masking was like still required here. It was right in 2020. And so I wore a mask. I think that helped a lot. Obviously, people couldn't see the lower half of my face, so they didn't know how old I was. Then this part sounds superficial, but also really helped me, I think. And that's just kind of like dressing the part. Like, you will be shocked how much dressing the part can improve your confidence and just really make you feel like you know what you're doing. And so I went to like Target. I went to my first blazer that I wear all the time still is from Goodwill. It was $7. I got it to take my headshot. It's baby blue. It's so cute. I wear it all the time, like I said, but you can get stuff like this for really cheap. So you don't need to like go blow a bag at Zara or like something when you first start out. Just go get like 
some nice slacks, some blazers, some nice shoes, and make sure that you're dressing the part, but you're also feeling comfortable. And I say that because there's a sort of businessy look that looks too much or too old or like not fitting. And I personally don't like resonate with that. For example, like you don't want to look like a 50 year old mom. And there's nothing wrong with looking like a 50-year-old mom if that's your style. But for me, that's just like not what I wanted to look like. I had to find some youth in my outfits. And so, you know, find the style that makes you comfortable, but that also looks businessy and makes you feel more confident. That was my first step. I did that before I did anything else. I do love shopping, but I was also like, I need to at least like look the part, you know? And I was shocked. I mean, it did make me feel better. Like, at least if the words coming out of my mouth were not right, people would look at me (laughs) and think that I looked normal, okay? The second thing that I kind of feel like should be done from the beginning of getting your license throughout, like, your entire career is just continuing to educate yourself and going to trainings and having a mentor and, like, just doing your diligence to be educated on these topics because laws are always changing and things are always changing. But... People are nice in that they make a lot of classes and courses in a very digestible format so that you don't have to sit down and read the form like from the top by yourself. Like you can do this with other people. They can explain to you the things that you don't know. And lucky for you, there's a lot of realtors out there that are willing to help. For me, I found that going to my brokerage's trainings really helped me because I'm at a smaller broker and they have the ability to kind of work with you one-on-one. So I would just ask them what questions I had and it made me more comfortable at least knowing like the basic forms and things that I needed to know going into it. And by basics, I mean like your buyer broker agreement, which a lot of people like to sign as soon as they meet clients. I don't really do that anymore, but when you first start, maybe you do and that's a great form to understand and know how you should fill it out at the very least, you know. Other resource that I looked to was TikTok and YouTube. I mean, I was watching videos all the time, like, how do I do a showing? Like, what do people do when they do showings? And that's what inspired me to make the content that I do. I mean, I try to show you guys the things that other people don't talk about, and I try to, like, highlight those experiences because you really don't know until you do it. You're like, how am I supposed to do this? And just like having that knowledge before I went and knowing other people do these things too and they do it like this, like definitely made me feel more confident even though I hadn't yet. Okay, so step number two slash three (laughs) that I would say I did to make myself feel more confident was again on the appearance side, except for not like my physical appearance, just my social media and my business. Because I've said this a hundred times and I'll say it again, like you are your business when you're in real estate. Like Mackenzie Davis, realtor, like that's me, but I'm my brand because I'm a realtor. And so I need my social media to be reflective of that brand and what I want people to digest when they look me up. Because being 100% honest, there's no one unless they're 95 years old, that you're going to work with that isn't going to look you up on social media. And that's just how it is. And I've definitely had to adjust the way that I do things since being on TikTok because now I don't have a choice. Like, if you're on TikTok, 
and you're my client, you're going to see my posts. They always recommend your contacts to you. I've had every contact since I've been on TikTok tell me they've seen my videos. And so I just have to prepare for that in a different way. But <laughs> when you first start in real estate, you might not have that problem. Um, and so you need to focus on what you want that to look like for you. I started working on my Instagram before I even got my real estate license. I'm very into social media. I like the color schemes and the aesthetics and taking pictures and making captions and like designing my Instagram bio. Like those are things I enjoy doing. And so I just had it set up in a way that I found to be fitting for me, but also business professional looking. I would post three times a week and this kind of gave me a background that even though I wasn't posting about houses I was selling because I wasn't selling any, I was still posting things that people could look at, if that makes sense. I wanted there to be something to stand for myself when people looked me up. And I think that's really important because even if you don't have houses sold, you need to show that you're dedicated to your work and what you do. And I think that's a really good way to do it. Like have something for people to look at. I could make a, an, like an entire episode about social media, but I think if I want to give you a few takeaways of how you can make your business profiles really cohesive, link your Instagram to your Facebook so everything you post on Instagram posts to Facebook. Make the same bio on every social media platform and include a link in your bio from like Linktree or Hoobie or whatever link service you use so that you can put all of your necessary links in the bio. So include your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, whatever links you use, include something where people can leave reviews for you and include your contact information so that people can get a hold of you if they want you to be their realtor. I think these things are the most important because no matter what social media platform the people find you on, they're able to see all of your social media and they're able to contact you if need be and they're able to see what other people have said about you. And that's like my general top three should haves for social media. But like I said, I could talk about that forever. The way that this contributes to your confidence is knowing that even when you're not able to be there in person, showing up for yourself, representing yourself, your internet persona is doing that for you. And while that's going on in the background, like you don't know how many people are seeing that or how many people are sharing that or how many people are going to work with you because of it. And for me, that really boosted my confidence knowing that like when people went to do a deep dive on me, they would have something to look at and they weren't just going to be like, oh, this girl's like so brand new. She doesn't even have anything to show for herself, if that makes sense. Another aspect of being prepared and showing up for yourself is when you do start doing things in person, like say you have your first client and you're going to meet with them to do a listing appointment or you're going to do um, a showing or something, whatever it is that you're doing with the person, you need to make sure that you feel very prepared about whatever it is that you're going to be going over with them or doing with them. And it doesn't have to be that complicated. Like, for example, if you go to do a showing, walk yourself through it. Like, what are you going to do when you get there? What are you going to tell them about the property? What do you need to know about the property? Like, go over those things before you get there. Like, have a plan. 
And for me, that always looks like having an agent sheet and a client sheet from the MLS. It's a sheet that has all the information about the property on it. And on my sheet, I highlight the stuff that's important. Was there a price decrease recently? Is it a pet-friendly building if it's a lease? Or if it's a house for sale, um, is it being sold as is? Like, There are so many things that stand out about each property that you want to make sure your clients are aware of. And so highlight it for yourself and put the client sheet in a folder with your business card business card (laughs) so that when you get there you can give that to them and they can have that to look at which will also save you time because they're going to text you less about questions they're also going to look at the sheet while you're with them at the showing and if you're a first-time realtor showing your first ever house it's nice to know that you have that to fall back on i bring them to every showing still and i've shown hundreds of houses but that's because I want to have that to fall back on. I don't always know everything about the property. Sometimes I show 10 houses in one day. I'm clearly not going to remember everything about the property. And just know that your clients don't expect you to. Um, I've never had anyone question me having my own sheet. So having whatever it is that you need prepared in that way will allow you to kind of relax a little bit and show up and be more present with your client instead of having to worry about all these details. Like, what do I need to remember? What am I going to say? All this stuff. Like, it will come more naturally if you just let it happen and if you prepare yourself beforehand. I mean, that being said, there are definitely showings I've done super last minute where I just show up. I don't have anything. I've literally been on my way home from the gym and I've done a showing, but like that's part of the job. And also I think your clients have to understand that you're a person and you have a life. So if they're asking you to see a house in 10 minutes, you're not going to be coming in your most pristine condition ever. But anyway, hopefully that doesn't happen to you on your first showing. So let me just like recap for a second. We've talked about social media and having your social media represent you. We've talked about training and classes and making sure that you're up to date on all of the education that you need. And we've talked about professional attire, feeling confident in how you look and how you're showing up. And then we've also talked about preparing. So you need to do whatever you need to do before you get there instead of scrambling to do it (laughs) when you're there. So those are some of the main things that I would recommend to kind of boost your confidence. And I'm very aware that confidence is variable and that everyone has their own ways to do things. I personally have anxiety. I have really bad anxiety and I actually was recently diagnosed with OCD. So I get it. Like my OCD is very related to how people perceive me. I have pure O and again, I don't need to talk about that in this episode. I've already probably mentioned it in every single episode because it's something I deal with a lot every single day. But I've had people ask me this, like, how do you deal with it with social anxiety? How do you deal with it with this X, Y, and Z? Like, it is a challenge, but just know that, like, every person has their own thing. Like, it's not going to be a walk in the park for anyone when they do it the first time. Everyone's going to have nerves. And if you have social anxiety, it might be a little harder, but you have to have your own coping mechanisms for how to deal with those things in day-to-day situations. For me, like, I have panic attacks and like I know what causes them, but I still do those things because I'm not limiting myself in any way in my life. Even if I have to sit in my panic attack for 20 minutes and literally 
convinced that I'm dying. Like, I'm going to do it because I need to push myself a little bit. And I'm hesitant to even say that because I know some people have things that they can't necessarily just, like, push past like that. But I um, do just want you guys to know that, like, there are ways to cope with everything. I mean, medication if you need it. (laughs) I'm on Lexapro. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that that's for everybody. But, like, I feel like I'm not explaining what I'm trying to say really well. I'm just basically trying to say that, like, do what you know works for you already and just, like, implement it into real estate. So if you have certain coping mechanisms or things that you do that make you feel better, like, continue to do those. Make sure you're taking care of yourself and you're not, like, burning the candle at both ends. Um, It can be a lot in the beginning. It's expensive. It's a lot of work. It's scary. It's stressful. And if you're trying to pursue this full-time and you're quitting a job, it's even more stressful because you're trying to make money really quickly And that's not really that common to happen. So, you know, just like take care of yourself and make sure you're doing what you need to do and um, and whatever that looks like. And I think that also kind of helps with your confidence. Like if you're exhausted and if you're stressed and scared and anxious and all these different things, you're not going to be the best realtor. And so you need to take whatever you need to take, whether it's time or space or medication or whatever it is and and do that and be your own advocate okay and the final thing that i have to say about confidence for now is you need to remember that what you're saying to people does not have to be perfect and in fact if you don't know the answer to something no one is going to know any different I'm not saying make things up, but if you don't know the answer, say, oh, you know, that's not listed here. Like, let me double check with the listing agent and I will get back to you. Or, oh, you know, that's a little different. Like, let me double check on that. No one is going to fault you. Now, that's not to say, like, you you should know some stuff. I mean, like, know how many bedrooms and bathrooms the house is and, like, does it have a basement and how much is it listed for and, like, those things. But if they're asking you, a very specific question and you don't know the answer and it's your first time hearing that question like don't just make something up like it's okay to say that you don't know and don't feel like you're a bad realtor because of it there's things that people ask me all the time and I'm like I have no freaking idea I don't know let me figure that out for you and there's no way I could have known the answer and so you can't let those things bother you you can't let them hurt your confidence and that's really all that there is to it like just remember that you're a human and remember that you're learning and that people are okay with that and if you find someone who's really mean to you which you will because it happens it's them it's not you it's like them being not understanding and in the end if they don't work with you okay like it happens it happens all the time so just take it with a grain of salt and just like let it roll off your back and try to just like stay calm And um, I think that that's it. I mean, the title of this episode is uh, Kill Them With Confidence. And I really think that is so profound (laughs) because you will. You'll be confident and you will knock them out of the freaking park because that's what you're going to do as a realtor. You're going to be amazing. So I hope that this helps you guys. There's 
so many things that I've done over time to try to make myself appear more confident, appear like I know more. And I think these are like the general things that I would recommend people do. I'm curious to know what you guys have done too that works and the things that you've tried. So feel free to let me know and let me know what you think. Um, again, I'm really sorry about the nasaliness to my voice this week. Hopefully next week that will be gone. I'm so excited to be out of quarantine after today. So got to get back to work tomorrow. But yeah, that's basically it. Um, I love you guys so much. I hope you had a good Easter today if you celebrate and have a good one. Love you. Bye-bye.